What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode number six. I'm your host, Wesley Hill, joined with my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, founder Chad Rice on the mic tonight, and our special guest this week, Mr. Brandon French. He is a full-time farmer, as well as a cast member of the CBS show, Big Brother. On top of that, this man is a proud veteran, and of course, he is an avid deer hunter. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. What's up, guys? Brandon, what's up, buddy? Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Cool, 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 dude. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. Missed yep. you, brother. Yeah. Back from gallivanting around with the old lady, huh? <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> It only took like 10 days. Did you hear that? Like Did you hear years. that on the last yeah, podcast? Dude, uh, we, we were listening <laughs> Making fun to of you. <laughs> dude, we were listening on the last po- uh on the way up, and yeah. uh, she thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Got to give you some, some slack, you know? Yeah. Let I me, appreciate it. Yeah. That are you afraid of the dark one? <laughs> that one had you rolling. <laughs> These stories. Stories. Uh, I feel like that. There's a lot of truth to that. There is. <laughs> you got a story about it, don't you? I do. I want to hear it. Actually. So I, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, oh my God, the armadillo. So <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the woods one night and I'm pulling my sticks down, getting them together. And you know, my old trusty headlamp, like, it went out. Starts to flicker on yeah. you. Oh, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> it was done for. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh man. So I'm trying to use the moonlight to see all my stuff and put my sticks together. And all, the, all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, what was that? Yeah. What is this? And it starts getting closer. And I'm like, man, I hope it's not a deer. I hope I don't get blown out. Yeah. This is one of my favorite spots to be in, you know? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I finally get it. I'm pulling up the strap like this, and I hear it really, really close this time. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay, what is this? And all of a sudden, I feel it against my back. Like, no way, dude. Boom, <laughs> brushes oh my against gosh. my back. I'm telling you, I jump probably 20 foot in the air back in the I, I'd have screamed like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> And then bloody murder. It was like <laughs> the cloud went by and like you could actually see some in the moonlight. And I turned like this and I'm like, okay, what is this? And this armadillo staring at me like <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> We're like staring at each other back and forth, like, okay, who's gonna run first? Like yeah. but man, I'm grown men are scared of the dark. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good old fashioned Mexican standoff right yeah. there with the armadillo. Because <laughs> the first thing if it had brushed against, I'd been thinking cougar or ba- like yeah. worst case. Scenario. Oh, so, so many scenarios <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Like, and then I had to go home and tell my wife that uh, I was, I'm officially scared of the dark at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. then things must like they can they not see very well. I don't think they can because I've had them walk like, like, like literally walk right up to you. Foot of me, yeah. It was wild. He, yeah. but they're everywhere now. Yeah, yeah, they are everywhere in Tennessee now. Like a couple years ago, they used to. Like you mice. Yeah. I remember I remember like four years ago I hunted down in um southwest Tennessee on some public land near where my uncle used to live and I saw an armadillo and that was the first time I'd seen an armadillo alive, alive in Tennessee. And that was like five years ago. So the first one I seen was probably two or three years ago during turkey season. And then and then during the velvet hunt this year I had one like Walk right up yeah, to I me. S- yeah, I seen one like last week in my mom and dad's drive, and yeah. and like right beside their driveway. Yeah, old Evan shish kebabed one the other day <laughs> <He did. laughs> with the with the bow. Yeah. So, 
We'll have to post that one so yeah. everybody can see it. Yeah. It's a pretty good video. Pretty Dude, funny. I see him dead on I-40 all the all time. All the time. All the time. Especially yeah, well, when I'm like headed towards belong. Knoxville. Dead on the road. <laughs> <laughs> roadkill. Yeah, roadkill. I, did, I mean, at first, I didn't even know what it was because, like, yeah. I was bent over, and you know how, like, your, your shirt pulls up on yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, armadillo to skin contact. Oh, you might have leprosy the then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I never jumped Not showing so signs of it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, never jumped so high in my uh, life. Oh, I bet. That scared the crap out of me. Well, God. Brandon, uh, introduce yourself, man. What do you What do you do for a living? What's your uh, What's your What's your backstory, buddy? Um, I'm a full time farmer. Um, I was in awesome. previous military, and then I got into farming afterwards. Cool. Um, the military they they medically retired me and was like, "You'll never work again." And I was like, "Well, I got to figure out something to do." Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so I was like, "Well, it's in my family to farm," so started doing that and. You know, I've all, I've always been an avid hunter, and mm-hmm. I was awesome. like, well, I guess I'll never have to take off work to go rut hunt again. Yeah, no that's, out. that's yeah. the good. Now thing. it's part of your job. Yeah, absolutely, I'm out there all the time, different spots and different places, and it sucks now because you got buddies that are like, "Oh, I got to work today," yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, oh, "I remember that." Just call out. Let's yeah, go. just call out. Let's go <laughs> hunt. Call out. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that's my favorite part about being in the hunting industry. It's just every morning, it's like, well. Chad's not here yet. He's in the woods. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like, I'm not there yet. I'm in the woods. Yeah. It's a good morning. Well, I mean, it's part of our job, yeah. you know, which is Great. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a good job. Are you a, uh, are you a, you always lived in Tennessee, born and bred in Tennessee or? Um, I was actually born in Washington state. Okay. Okay. Um, what, what part? Uh, Tacoma. Okay, cool. Yeah. My dad was military. Um, so my whole life we moved around from place to gotcha. place, but Tennessee is where all my family's from. Um, gotcha. Yeah. A little town called Camden. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where it's at. Paris, yep. Tennessee. Yep. Yep. Um, and my grandpa, he he's the one that taught me to hunt and and fish. And even though I'm terrible at fishing, but <laughs> I can't catch a bass to save my life. That's yeah, okay. I'm in the same boat. I, mean, I don't know what it is. Like I just, my buddies are like, try this, try that, and I'm just can't do it. I'm mm-hmm. horrible at it. That's I, tough, man. Yeah. I definitely never get paid to, to fish, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to get paid nowadays. You just got to put weights in things. Yeah. So. Ooh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> oh, I can't believe those boys. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I literally said right before the podcast, we can't talk about controversial things. But right. Well, that ain't controversial. That's, <laughs> that's factual. just fact, that's factual. Yeah. 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 That's, that's funny. It's wild. Like, I mean, it's just growing up, you... When your grandpa tells you that, you know, he, he had the whole, if it's brown, it's down mentality. Like, he yeah. didn't, he oh, didn't, yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. And from growing up like that and then learning about the, the management process and being able to have your own land and, and doing things the way that you want to do it, it was mm-hmm. such a evolution for me. Sure, man. Um, just growing up, basically. Mm-hmm. And being able to, to let that three-year-old book that you know normally you wouldn't have thought twice about oh yeah, yeah like this guy here you know yeah <laughs> little, little basket rack oh, yeah. nine-pointer back in the day he would have got it oh absolutely yeah. he oh yeah a trophy. <laughs> but yeah I, I, mean, I get what you're saying it's uh i was just having this conversation the other day with a guy about how tennessee is like up and coming for bucks well, like and, and we were talking about how um you know these these 
cell cams are kind of helping us pass deer. Absolutely. Which is like, you know, you get, you kind of know what's in the area. So you're passing up more of these basket rack eight, 10 pointers, you know, and, and holding out for these bigger deer that you have on camera. And it's really helped our, you know, age class of buck here in Tennessee to, to just get bigger, yeah. you know? Yeah. So for sure. I think between that and just the mobility <clears throat> of being able to, to get places you normally wouldn't have been able to go. Yeah. Um, like, you know, those thickets with those those little trees we used to look at them and we'd be like, no, nah, I can't get a stand, a stand in that. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. an off-limits off, off limits area because yeah. there's no stand trees. But And now you go sit right in their bedroom. And yeah, man. So, yeah, you're talking, I guess you're probably talking about hunting out of a saddle since. Yeah. Yeah, how, what do you think about about saddle hunting? You know, at first I was, I was cautious yeah. about it. Yeah, I think we all were yeah. at yeah. some point. And then I bought a few different ones Mm -hmm. and throughout you know the past two years and i was like you know this one look man i'm like a toothpick so some of them (laughs) (laughs) some of them just you know they they hug super tight and things like that and i won't say brands because i'm not that kind of person but and then you and I everyone had, knows who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so then you and I had that conversation. You was like, I think you'll like it. And I'm telling you, I was I was telling the guys earlier, I was like, it's gotta be a good luck charm because I've seen something every single time I've put that saddle on. And not just that, but the the adjustment. And yeah. It's it, to me it's by far more comfortable than anything I've ever said. And I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting at this table. Everybody that knows me knows I'm I'm very say say what's on my mind and I don't yeah. care if people yeah like honest guy yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah and you know when I put it on it, it was it was great I, yeah. I sat in it and I'm like okay this is super comfortable and then the ability yeah. to to adjust it and pull it further down I was yeah like, open oh, that pleat up yeah. yeah yeah man we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of people that come in from I mean uh, you know the, our biggest downfall as a company is is our advertising our media that is like i hate being on social media (laughs) if i didn't like have a company that relied on it i can guarantee like i would have a dumb phone like a flip (laughs) phone you know what i mean so look all razor yeah yeah dude i'm not i'm not a i'm i'm like i would love to just like not have a phone in my pocket ever you know, hey man. Um, and but like that, so that's that's one of our biggest downfalls as as a company. Not really downfall, but it's just sort of like inconvenience. At inconvenience, times. yeah. Because yeah, we're not we're not really uh, super great at advertising. Um, we're we're working on that. I'm trying yeah. to hire people to <laughs> to do that for us because like I know that that's not in my wheelhouse at all. But because um, normally when I when I look at products. I'll go look at reviews and things like that. But these days it's kind of hard because when companies started doing this field staff stuff, mm-hmm. you want a discount, go give us a good review. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's just what a lot of people do. So when I started doing research, I'm like, okay, these aren't field staffers. Yeah. yeah. These are, these are actual people and like people that I personally know that would tell me, Hey, it's, it's, it's not what you think it is. It's but not when, smoke when, and mirrors, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So when he told me that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna reach out to him and and see if I can buy one. And uh, it's the, the 
it's amazing. Like uh, the comfort, the level, hype's real. Huh? Yeah, it, it's yeah. 100% real. I and mean, I'm one of them people that, you know, I'm not afraid to say, yeah, what sucks and what doesn't suck, right? And that's what that's what you know. A lot of people don't like in this industry is somebody that will tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's looked down upon or, or not business like. But I think, in my opinion, you need those people in this industry mm-hmm. that'll give you that hundred percent honest and 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 straight up answer to. It enables you to elevate. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And because nothing's perfect. You yeah, know, nothing's perfect. Oh yeah. yeah, our saddle's not perfect for everyone. I mean, it's it's good for most people. Mm-hmm. It's great for a lot of people, but it, some people they prefer other brands. And I'm like, you know, well, that's that's cool. And then there's people that don't prefer saddle hunting at all that have even sat in our saddle. You know. Yeah, and they'll tell you like, hey, this is a great <clears throat> product, but it's just not for me. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about. I mean, ultimately, it's like this, man. You get on these forums, people are talking about, like, gear. It's like we've lost the focus, lost the... lost the. It's just gear gurus. Yeah, we've yeah. lost what we were actually wearing these and using these for. It's to kill deer, man. I mean, we're, we're, we're deer hunters, not yeah. gear junkies. Simple. Even though I'm, I'm a gear junkie yeah. and a deer hunter, but, <laughs> right. you know, I know what we're using them for, so... I think a lot of guys are, they need to uh, remember that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's something I saw on your Instagram and I highly respect it about because you were talking about camo and you were just like, I don't affiliate with these guys, but they've got a great product and I want to use it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's enough people doing that nowadays anymore. Exactly. It's, just, it's to me like having people paid to say, hey, buy this product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, paid reviews. And then get it. Yeah, it, it's it's the the industry needs to come away from that and go to people that actually have those honest conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think that if if the industry w- would gear more towards that and more realistic conversations instead of I'm going to pay you to to wear my gear and have people be like, look, these people aren't paying me. This is just how I honestly feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I did with with that company. I mean, I, yeah. I buy their stuff. I love wearing it, and you know, they don't. Yeah. I have no affiliation with them, but yeah, but they make great stuff. They do. Yeah. They make amazing stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think I know who you're talking about. And yeah. Obviously, I wear their stuff too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be right now. <laughs> Maybe right now I'm wearing their stuff. Uh, when I first came in, I was like, oh man, I gotta. I, I gotta yeah, you were decked out. Were you? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was like, I gotta take this off. I don't think you know. And then I, I saw you walk in with it. I'm like, no, it's all good. We, <laughs> we, we love their products too, yeah. man. They're like, yeah, they make great stuff. Yeah. Obviously, they, they we'd do. rather you be wearing a cruiser sweatshirt. Instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, go, go nice, get you one if you're yeah. watching this. Yeah. Go buy one. They're comfy. Yeah. Yes, sir. The, uh, well, one of the things I wanted to talk about too, um, obviously, you have a really interesting just story in general of just like, being a military family, being full-time farmer, being, uh, you know, a, a veteran yourself and as well as an avid deer hunter, but you've also have a, like a really interesting past in the TV world. I kind of want you to go into detail about that and talk about it. So, okay. He can, so he can only talk about so much, but you know, talk yeah, about what I, you can, yeah, talk, yeah, about. I can yeah. talk about all the big brother stuff. There you um, go. So basically what happened was, when I got out of when I got medically retired out of the military, 
um, like I said, they, they, they was like, you can't work no more. You're, yeah. You know. I was like, okay, well, I started doing the farming stuff and I was like, well, I'm getting a little bored. Yeah. And yeah. When it's not hunting season, there's not much to do besides right. cows and, and all that. Gets and a little monotonous, right? Same yeah. thing every day. And I watched Big Brother forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I wonder what it'd be like to be on that show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I sent in a video like three years before I actually got on the show. Oh dang, that was that's a long yeah. time. Yeah. And I sent in a video and I tried to I tried to do what everybody else did, you know, hype themselves up and like Yeah. You know, and it it didn't work. Um and then they kept saying, Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. And I was like, Okay. So this past year, um <clears throat> I sent in a video and I was like, Look, I put a tripod in the middle of the uh the cow pasture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is my life. Yeah. Like, I didn't talk big brother. I didn't talk nothing. Yeah. I was like, I deer hunt and I farm. This yeah. is what I do. And I'm prior military and I'm pretty dead gum good at it. Yeah. And they called me back and she was like laughing hysterically. And she was like, okay, was the tripod falling in the cow poop? Like, was it accidental or did you make the cow do that? I was like, ma'am, you can't make cows do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Cows do whatever they want. <laughs> like talking to this lady in, in in LA, they're like, they think that, you know, cows are like pets and they'll yeah, do yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. They got commands that you can <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My cow don't sit, lady. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it was it's, it's pretty awkward because you know, them being in LA talking to some country hick, like yeah. different yeah. world. So it's completely totally foreign to them. Yeah. So everything I would talk about that's normal to us, yeah. they were just like glued to the edge of their seat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God, like tell me more. <laughs> and so I just started telling them stories from the military and stuff like that. And they they was like, you're, di- you're diverse. Like we're yeah. doing this. Yeah. yeah. That's I got, cool. I got on the show and like, I, the only thing I could think of going into Big Brother was like, okay, how long is it going to be before I'm canceled? Yeah. Like that's yeah. literally yeah. what was on my mind the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um and surprisingly, like people are very open. Like yeah. I've I've had so many people reach out and be like, I used to look at Southern people this way and seeing you on the show, now we look at them this way. Like we're we're way more open to them. And I'm like, yeah, until you see a dead deer on my Instagram. Yeah. They're gonna unfollow. Yeah, and then people yeah. get yeah. offended and like And yeah. it's it's so funny, <laughs> like in, in our world like I have to be conscious about that because yeah. you got yeah. fans that that aren't like us. They yeah. don't like seeing sure. the, the the pictures of dead deer and stuff like that. Yeah. You killed Bambi. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. like where their quarter pounders come yeah. from. Then. No, they definitely <laughs> no, definitely not. And it was funny because on the show they was like it was like, we'll just go to Aldi's and uh get order something when I get out and I'm like I mean, how let do me you let me introduce you to a real cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah <laughs> come right. to the farm. We'll give you a real cheeseburger. Yeah. But it's just two totally different worlds. And yeah, like I, oh, I was, absolutely. It's like taking all of us and putting us in a room about like this right here, and we have nothing to do all day except talk. Yeah, it would be like a three month podcast straight. Yeah, and it's I got to be outside. Yeah, so I started going. You know. People said I played too hard, and I'm just like, I just need some fresh air. Yeah. Like so, when I got evicted, I was just like, okay. 
Yeah. I'm going home. It's, it's God. hunting season literally just opened. <laughs> nice. I'm okay. I've got stuff yeah. to do now. Yeah. So <laughs> how how long did you last on the show? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was actually I was actually the first HOH, um, which is like the head of household. Okay. Um, so it's pretty much you're the person over the house, and you pick two people to evict that week. Um, I got a little stir crazy, being in being shut up in a house. Uh, yeah, no doubt. And I had nothing to, like. It's kind of kind of weird, like being not having anything to talk about with people in yeah. the house. Like, yeah, because you're probably so different than I, anyone else in I the was, house. I was, I was totally different than everybody. Like they would talk about stuff, and I'm just like, huh? Yeah. What'd you say? I don't. And it's hard to talk, you know, and have those conversations. Yeah. yeah. To where us, we can we can just sit here and talk all day about just different things and relate. Yeah, yeah. we can yeah. relate for sure. And being in their world, it was it was pretty difficult at first. I'll just be honest. Like yeah. It's, so. Yeah, I get that. I I my background's film, so like oh, I haven't yeah. experienced like reality TV, but I lived in Atlanta, and it's like whole whole different scene. Yeah. And so it's just like coming from Cookville, then moving to Atlanta, trying to like fit yeah. in, and I'm just like, they're like, you talk different. I'm like. I'm literally like you're more south than I am. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and yeah. they're just like, no, you got a country accent. I was like, you're from Atlanta, like, right? But I totally get that. It can be difficult sometimes, for sure. It's yeah. wild because they, you know, when you get on the show, they tell you you're going to go from a situation where nobody knows who you are to millions of people know who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, have you ever been to a small town? Everybody, Everybody knows, knows who you business. are, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, it's okay. "I'm used to it." Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was wild because when when I got out, people were like threatening to kill my kids, and God, oh my gosh, it, was, it was rough. I had to get the FBI involved for a while. God, that's um, insane, man. Just that's it's LA. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. But it's a totally different world. But would I do it again and, and put myself through that? Yeah, yeah. In a heartbeat. Just for the fun of just it. Just for the fun of it. It's yeah. a thrill. Yeah. It just, it, and it's kind of weird at the same time. Somebody watching you 24-7. Yeah. You can't even pee without somebody watching you. Over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah, I feel like you got a, you're a 24-7 parole officer. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, with the cameras rolling, like, how long a day, how long of the day were they recording? 24 hours. Gosh, you dude. could Anybody could log on to a computer at any time of the day and see what we were doing. Oh, wow. Gosh. That's crazy. So did you just have like cameramen inside the house or um they got kind of like how the cameras are set up. Like they they've just got, all throughout the yeah, house. All through there's like I think there's ninety cameras and hundred and thirteen microphones, I think, Gosh, throughout the house. Crazy. <laughs> Golly. I've never watched a show. It's wild. So I've it's, wa- I mean I've watched bits and pieces of it, but I've never like actually yeah. sat down and like it's watched something it. else. It's yeah. like the competitions that you gotta go through. Um they're just so what it's so kind of like go through what the show actually is for people who've never like i've never watched it so i don't I'm, i know that people are in a house but i'm thinking like, like teams or yeah. well our season actually was but okay typically you got 16 people in a house mm-hmm. and the goal is to be the last person standing so <clears throat> every week you have you do a competition and you'll have uh what's called a head of household okay and that head of household, he will nominate two people for eviction that you want to leave the house. And then those two people will have a competition 
to see who's to see Audi. Who, it's called the power of veto. Mm, okay. So they can save themselves if they win, which during my first HOH happened, and then that's what started the whole mm-hmm. wild week. Like, yeah. Um, but then it, that process just repeats itself over and over and over, and you have to. It's a it's a very social game because. I was about the, to say you probably can't like trust people. No, it's not like, at all. <laughs> nothing. Nothing anybody says. Yeah. In, in that house. Gosh, and that's what's tough, you know. Like I'm, yeah. I'm I would yeah. hate that, dude. Oh my goodness. And like I went in there and like <laughs> you have arguments and stuff with people. Yeah. And like I'm the type of person where if I have something to say to somebody, I'm gonna call them up there and say it. Yeah. And that's what oh, I me did. too. Yeah. That's what I would get fights with everyone on the show. I would go to jail. You know? what do you yeah, do? Right. And, and that's just how we're raised. So yeah, going yeah, into yeah. a place where people will, will say something behind your back and not to you. Try. I'm you not get used high to high. that. Yeah. yeah, man. It's like we're we're brought up like the yeah. Bible says go to your brother who you have offense yeah. with and yeah. you know. Make yeah. it so it's you're like, not right with him, you're not right with God. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's just it's wild because the it's two totally different worlds, and then yeah. you bring our morals and things into this, um, your outside morals, into a house where there is no morals. Yeah, yeah. so you're automatically the outsider. Yeah, Gosh. it's crazy. It's wild. It's cutthroat. People Ugh. will look like I, I could look at you and I and be like, "You're safe," which I did a lot Gosh. that first week. I was like, "You're safe. You're safe. You're safe." None of yeah. them were safe. Yeah, um, and it is hard to do that because. Basically lying to yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It, it sucks because yeah. these are people that like you're you're with them twenty four hours 24/7, a day, seven yeah. days a week, and you get to know them more than some of your best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it on a, on a weekly basis, how much do you actually hang out with your best friend on a weekly basis? Yeah, once or twice a week at yeah. most. So when you're with these people, it's twenty four seven, and you have nothing, no TV, no phones, no nothing. All you can do is talk to each other, and you got. A chess board game to play. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, give me some poker chips yeah. and yeah. some cards yeah. and let's yeah. gamble. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. take all y'all money. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't give us none of that. So that yeah. that's literally all, all we had. And I kind of, you know, that first week I had a target and he got safe. So I made a new target and that target got sure. safe too. And I was like, well, dang, who am I going to send home? Yeah. And I ended up getting somebody, but I ended up. You know, somebody I nominated got HOH the week after. Got so you. you yeah. Yeah. Were. I knew it. The second yeah. he got HOH, I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And Bummer. then you production. Yeah. Production afterwards was like, we didn't want that to happen. I was yeah. like, well, 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 don't well. design the game. <laughs> Give me the power of right. yeah. yeah. Give me safety. That's yeah. what I Let me go back in. But they were like, it was funny because afterwards, like, all the fans of the show were like, you have the most legendary yeah. first HOH week in Big Brother history. That's cool. And then you got some people that just think you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's a kind of a mixture of both. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, and then after the show, it was it was tough because I'm one of them people that, like I told you earlier, I just I speak my mind. And people, yeah. don't, people don't like that. People don't like hearing, especially nowadays. Yeah, they, they, goodness they don't gracious. Like well, if it truth. doesn't line up with their agenda, it's oh, like, yeah. Uh, every, yeah, then you're this, that, and the other. Yeah, the, you get called quite a few uh, derogatory, derogatory terms. Yeah, and it was it was tough going through that because you know you 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 go to L.A. and you you 
realize that you're seen in this light and then you come home and you're loved and that's what made it all worth it yeah was, was coming home and, and being around people that that's like us again and like okay we're normal like <laughs> you know we can laugh and, and talk about this yeah. and yeah. you know and then you go back to la and you're like so, that person again you're like i'm not really like that like uh, yeah. california can break off and sink <laughs> into the pacific ocean for all i care you know what i mean so it's I've been there. I've been to LA. There's, I've been to there's a lot of rednecks in California. Though, uh, I, li- too. I lived in I lived in Southern Oregon, like okay. probably thirty miles from the California border. Let me let me tell you a story about the house. <laughs> so we're we're in there and we got ants in there. And I told I looked at the the production. You got to go in this thing called out. a yeah, oh yeah. So we got this thing called a diary room. It's a little room that you go in, kind of like this. You got a microphone and you can just. Speak your mind. Speak your, yeah, spill your guts. So I go in there and I'm like, hey, somebody here? And they're like, we're here. I'm like, can I get some dead gum raid? <laughs> and, <laughs> and like they, they kind of, they go, huh? And I'm like, I need raid. We have ants. I want to kill them all. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we'll get you something to take care of the ant problem. And I'm like, okay. And uh, I, you got a little light on the door. So yeah. you can only go in when it turns green. So it turned green, and I'm like, okay, come in. It's in there. And I go in the cabinet, and I start looking. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. It's something, uh, what do they call it when it, it's all natural? Holistic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a it's like yeah, yeah. all natural lemon Yeah, you're going to feed them. I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> feeding these these ants? Like, this isn't going to do anything. Give me something that's going to nuke them. Like, yeah. that's, I need know? chemicals <laughs> stack on it. And they're like, you can't have that in California. And I'm like. Oh, this cancer. I'm ready Just give go. me some gas. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the that's like the uh, cancer warning. It's like in California, this can cause cancer. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a totally different world over there. Yeah, it's mind blowing to be honest. Like you'll go places and like even the uh, the airport. Yeah, mm-hmm. LAX. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wild. Yeah. It's nuts, yeah. Just the things you see in California. Yeah, the West Coast is a different animal. I lived like it. Like I was saying, I lived in. Uh, Southern Oregon for two years and uh, you know I worked most of the time I was there like man I remember one one week one week we worked like 88 hours so like I was all the time working when I lived in Oregon for like almost two years and then when I got laid off uh, I kind of took a trip down the east or the west coast um, and it was yeah I uh, stopped in San Francisco for a couple of days. Had some some friends I made in Oregon. Like they had friends that lived in San Francisco, and we we. That it's just, yeah. It's just the different. whole West Coast yeah, is different. different, dude. And dude. by the way, if you're a Big Brother fan watching this, I told you you'd only get the truth from me. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you don't like this. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, no nah, man, it's it's like a different country, dude. It's like a different country. I mean, everywhere is like that from the South. Yeah, yeah it's honestly pretty wild. And why yeah. do you think that is? I think it's just I, don't know. I think it's just a culture difference. I mean, that's honestly, what it comes down to. Social media, just probably. One, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's probably the yeah. Yeah, biggest cause of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I mean, even in like, like I just came back from New York too. Like, you think it's just like famous people or no? Money I just or? I just I just think it's like you put. There's million. a lot of rednecks in California too. Yeah, no, there definitely oh, there is. Are, yeah. Well, think about it. Previously to to what 2000, when did YouTube come out? Like 04, 
2001. I think it was like 06 or 07. Yeah, I mean, it really hasn't so been that, that long. Yeah, before yeah. that, you didn't really see much. We didn't yeah. have yeah. The, yeah. the being able to text each other videos back. I mean, it was a little bit before that. But that's all. But we yeah. com- that's the you only know, way we communicate the nowadays. Right. <laughs> the iPhone came out in 08, right? Uh, yeah, I the think so. The first iPhone came out so. in 08. And I like, got one. But before that... Yeah, there was no way to, yeah. to see everything. And yeah. now, now you're seeing things in the in the country in the world that you've never been able to see yeah, the culture the, the cultural change in the last 15 to 20 years has been just insane and that's when hunter started taking a hit yeah, yeah. if you if you yep. if you look back I, I was reading something about that the other day it was mm-hmm. like when did when did the hunting culture start taking a hit from like I mean, we've always took a hit from PETA, but yeah, mm-hmm. from know, just the general the general public, like that, like now YouTube, you know, I don't know how much they're doing it, but they're like censoring a lot, breaking of down, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, censoring a lot of certain things, yeah, censoring a lot of hunting stuff. So, which you can is see totally it. ridiculous to me. It you is. can see you can see it in the the hunting public's videos, like yeah. they're they're age restrictions. Yeah, well, not age restrictions, but they're like doing a color change filter over like the deer kill. It's like they're not showing blood anymore. Right. It's mm. like just like a black and white filter. Which is completely ridiculous. If you don't like it's a deer hunting channel. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. Yeah. You know? And it's our roots. I mean it, it there's taste. not a person in this country who does not have ancestral hunters in their exactly. bloodline. Yeah. And in order to eat any kind of meat Something's gonna have to something dies. Die. Like the people that that come at me for for hunting and stuff like that, uh, a lot of them will be, you know, the show's fans or or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, that that cheeseburger that you're enjoying, what do you think happens? Yeah, go to it like a large volume. Yeah. You wanna hear a really funny slaughterhouse and look how they look how their lives. I was like, at least we're we're very, you know, ethical about it in what we do. You know. Yeah. I'll tell you a really funny statistic. Uh, 98% of vegans, when they get drunk, eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's factual. Look it up. It's pretty daggum funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, what a cheeseburger, you know? How can they you do? not? Oh, man. How can you be a vegan? Yeah. Well, I mean, teach their own, but yeah, yeah I could do it. I can see, I can see doing it for health reasons, but like... Yeah, like dude, if you legitimately had like an issue with your body that doesn't allow you to... Yeah. Like processed meat in your stomach. We're, we're, then. we're carnivores, man. Yeah. Or omnivores, omnivores, I guess. But yeah. No, nah, I'm a carnivore. I mean, some of us I are carnivores. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat meat all the time, you know. Yeah. yeah, I did the carnivore diet for a while. It was pretty good. Till it sucked. But yeah. Nothing like bacon. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, how, good, how man. could you live your life eating leaves? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat leaves, <laughs> but I got to have some meat with it. You yeah, know? That's what I'm saying. I got to get a lettuce like, on my burger. Every dude. time I hear stuff like that, it reminds me of like the land before time. Like, the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> like, right you're on. one of them dinosaurs, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I'm a meat eater. Yeah. I'm a meat-eating dinosaur for sure. I got sharp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny. Yeah, the, uh, I think it's interesting, too, because it's like people I really don't think truly in their mind fully understand what it takes to process meat. And it's easy to go to a store and look at something that's in a package and buy it, but you don't actually see the entire process that it takes in order to get there. Yeah, man. Some people their whole life live their whole life and they just think that 
I mean, you just go to the grocery store, and then that's yeah. that's. I mean, that's that's it. They don't know nothing. Yeah, past but as, that. as deer hunters, we see that animal living. Yeah, like you, and yeah. then we take Before that animal, we harvest that animal. Yeah, we, we process it, and we actually realize it's a responsibility. What it means it's, it's to respect. take that animal, yeah, it's what respect. it is, yeah. Definitely. And I mean, it, that's the main reason I lit, literally got back into deer hunting is because I was tired of looking at a package and going, where is this coming from? Yeah. You know? That's why I started raising cow. Yeah. Yep. And you and there's a I big... I might have to buy a cow from you here. There's so. a big push <laughs> of people, you know, buying the locally yeah. Oh yeah, meat we, and stuff from now on. We, we always buy half a cow. Yeah. Now, like we don't buy from the store anymore, we buy from I mean, local farmers. We're blessed so. around here because I mean yeah. we got multiple farmers that you yeah. know you see on Facebook all the time where they're hey, killing cow so many sale. a week yeah. almost. Right. But yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to get in there because yeah, there's a lot of people going. Yeah, it's more expensive, but you know mm-hmm. where it's coming from. You yeah. know what that cow's been fed. Yep. You know yep. they're not filled. You know how it's been treated. Fat it's, and. Yeah. You know, it's actually pump full of hormones or something like that. That's what I was about to say. You know, I can speak for my personal farm, but we don't we don't inject our our cattle with anything. It's 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 all grass fed. Yeah, grass fed. Yeah, man. You know, That's we awesome. do we do give them a treat every once in a while. They do get apple slices because you know, the, awesome. the kids love feeding them apples. Yeah. Um, but other than that. Yeah. Cow, cows are really funny animals, man. Oh, man. I've been around them. They 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 can almost be like dogs at times, yeah. where they'll just like be super playful and you know. I mean, deer are the same way. If you ever if you ever watch a deer just like jump around all crazy, like you know, they're out there having fun. Yeah. It's it's but funny. Have you all ever been in the stand and just watched a doe just beat up everything around it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To me, that's the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will. <laughs> I'd rather have that sit than so have gosh, a She's having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. like she's just beating up everything yeah. with her paw. Yeah. Those are the, those are the best sits in my opinion. Women. Yeah. I've got I've got a lot of footage like that where where does are just like in, pinning them ears back and like, you know, standing <laughs> on their hind legs and yeah, it's really funny. The uh with you farming, like do you only do cattle or what um, else do you do? So we do goats, um, chickens, peacocks. That that was that was one thing that Big Brother freaked out about was the peacocks. Yeah. What's the, what's why do people raise peacocks? What's the money? They're high. I mean, man. for what though? High dollar. Just to have them. A lot of people have them just They're as lawn pets. Ornament, and, yeah. Just a lawn stuff. ornament, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, They'll chill out on top of your house on Pe- all kinds people of stuff. Brentwood love them. <laughs> do they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, they can be really I annoying. Gotta, I gotta know. They're, like, they're, they're pretty pretentious over in Brentwood. Yeah. And I don't know pretty. if you're hearing this from Brentwood. Sorry, but you're, <laughs> the, it's uh, the truth. Nice. Is, it the, is it the males that have the big yeah. fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty. Super pretty. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, for sure. But it's just like, what are they good for? My, my kids will tell you they're the devil. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're mean. Like, uh, I grew up oh, on so a flog and get after you. Oh, big time. I grew up on a chicken farm, so my dad actually used to raise uh, game chickens. And, like, <laughs> I think I've told, I think I've told yeah, you, you told guys us. this story before. <laughs> oh, yeah. but my dad used to, like, dude, everybody used illegal to. cockfights around here were, like, a huge thing. You know? Still are. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess they are. I don't know. My dad's been out of it for years. But uh, 
I can remember as a kid just going to this barn up in Kentucky, like right over the Tennessee Kentucky line, dude. <laughs> like he and his buddy were going to this cockfight, and uh, I wanted to go so bad, and he would not let me go. That I, so I snuck into the van under the back seat of the van and like rode up there for an hour under the van, not making a noise, right? So, uh, and then I w- then we get there, and he's pissed, dude. He's like, what are you doing here? But I remember going into this huge barn. And it's for real. Yeah, and it's for real, man. And people are throwing money around, dude. Piles of money. Piles of money betting on these cockfights. I need this experience. When and it was, it, yeah, dude, It, 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 it it's like something out of a movie. I mean, like... Chicken wired like uh, pits where they're fighting with bleachers around it and like people in the back like trying to like sell chicken. I remember my dad sold the chicken one time for six thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, what the heck, dude? And That's this crazy. rooster had had one like I don't know twelve fights or something. And he ended up selling it for oh. six thousand dollars. We but were, I have found no crazy next how, endeavor. No yep. telling how much money that that <laughs> rooster had made. You know? Yeah, we yeah. need to go to that. So the next, yeah. show, if I ever do another show, be like, so what have you done since Big Brother? I went a bunch of cockfights, <laughs> legal cockfights. <laughs> but I, I mean, not, they I do mean, that in third world, like yeah. Mexico. That's a huge yeah. thing. Thailand is a huge thing. We were on, a like, tr- well, on the way to a trade show. We were like looking up where we could actually go just to <laughs> check it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still legal in some places around Kentucky. the U.S. Kentucky, yeah, and that's why we. Went but but uh, i mean these these chickens are are they're bred for that and they're oh, like dude, they're, they're so they're mean. took care of like racehorses man i mean yeah, they're dude. like it's like you were saying six thousand dollars for for one of the the roosters yeah we were at a uh a cow show a couple of weeks ago yeah and one of the bulls went for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars oh golly golly that dude. blew my mind it's a stud was, right yeah there. Yeah. Oh. yeah and think what they can charge to for people Stud to feed, breed right? to yeah. him, yeah. His Golly. they said his uh his sperm per tube yeah. straw or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per per straw um was four or five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's per crazy. straw. I had a I had an English like a, like a regular straw. And typically you need about they like yeah, freeze dried like or yeah, something. Inseminate uh inseminate a, AI. a cow. So you AI what your cows. So yeah. and typically you, you need Three a minimum is three straws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no big yeah. deal to make it take right. So yeah. it's yeah. the guy was like, I, I was like one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Like you're out of your mind paying that. He was like, I get that back in a couple months. Yeah, and I was hundred like, percent. Yeah, I had an English it's expensive steak. I, I had an English bulldog uh, for a while. I bought him in two thousand eleven, I think, uh, and he just recently passed away like last year, but. Or this year, maybe. I don't know. Um, he was, was like year? 11 years old. Yeah. But uh, he had papers a mile long, right? Because his, his his dad, I think, was like the all-time winningest show bulldog in history. Wow. And uh, I used to get 650 bucks a straw for him. Gosh. Yeah. It's a nice little side yeah, hustle right there. Yeah. Right. yeah. Only did it a couple times, but, you know. There you go. If you're watching this, go get you an ode. A bulldog. <laughs> a lot of papers. <laughs> a lot of and, papers and to back each it up. straw. Yeah. There's a saddle set up. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's funny. Come see us. All right, so now now I got to know, like, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, so just tell me no, and that's okay. But how much is, like, a peacock worth? Oh, you can get up to six, 600 
What the heck? All day long. Yeah, like for a lawn ornament. For like an old great for like an old great yard birds, like yeah. eighty five bucks. And you sell them with a what warning. The heck? But they they make the most terrible noise. Yeah. Hey, they'll make a so turkey annoying. gobble though. They yeah, will. they do make turkey turkeys gobble. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to carry a peacock call all the time. He'd get them to shot gobble like that. Well, you're saying buy a peacock and take it hunting with us. <laughs> but yeah. people buy the the uh, the feathers. All kinds of feathers. Oh, yeah, the money. feathers. I feel like back in the day, I used to see them feathers all the time. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that what old Petty's got in his hat? On his cowboy hat? No idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard yeah. Petty? Richard Petty, you're right. Yep, he does. Wow. Um, I remember growing up, my mom had like this floor vase with a bunch of peacock mm-hmm. feathers. <laughs> my grandma had one, too. <laughs> oh, the 90s, you know? <laughs> the be- I don't remember oh, the 90s. Best so. decade ever. Yeah. You said you don't remember the 90s? Yeah. He wasn't even born in the 90s. I no, know. I was Boy. born in the 90s. Barely. Yeah, 99. 99? <laughs> yeah. Make me sure I, I was born in the 90s, so I mean, I got to I got to experience it. Yeah. yeah. I was born in the 80s, so. I was wondering when I walked in here with all this gray hair. I was yeah. like, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just fun. stress, man. That's all yeah. it is. It's kids, man. Yeah. Get ready for it. kids, yeah, bro. I feel, I feel like in the That's 90s. That's why my hair is like, falling out. Yeah. <laughs> every sport... Like every sports was the basketball was awesome, wrestling was awesome. Oh, wrestling was baseball, the bees' knees, yeah. like everything. Yeah, everything oh, wrestling. Oh, Hulk dude, me and my Undertaker. brother, NWO Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah, boy. Oh, man. What is Stone it? The mil- million Dollar Man? When was he in the. Uh, no idea who that is. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sting. He was in the 2000s, though, wasn't he? Bret Hart. Undertaker. Well, who's the who's the mayor of Knoxville? He was a what is that Kane? Yeah. Oh, was he, he the mayor really? of Knoxville? Yeah, bro. What? He's he like is? the mayor or something. I didn't know that. I'm pretty confident. All right, look at him. I got. I don't know. know if he's the mayor. Uh, I bro, actually now I that you're talking now that you're saying that I, he's definitely in politics. I do got to mess with you though. While you're doing that, uh, can you do me a favor? And yes. Look up the uh, the Bama and Balls score. And remind me what it was. <laughs> it was 52 to 49. <laughs> Ooh. I had well, Hunter, to. are you a Bama fan? I am. Get out of here. Hey, but. Tennessee fans enjoy it. I, I'm happy for you. I'm not. I think you're of, the I'm first not, Bama fan that's ever said that to me. Well, I mean, yeah. if I was a Tennessee fan and that happened, I would be excited about it. Yeah, I'm not even a Tennessee fan. Did you see where Tennessee's asking for donations to replace? I yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they got charged like two hundred and something thousand dollars for both. The SEC yeah, know, find them. Can you imagine the amount of money they made? Like the average ticket price was six hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Dude, listen to this. I'm going to the Kentucky game next weekend, and uh, we paid eighty dollars for our tickets, and right now we can sell them for like four hundred and fifty a piece. I put them on the road. Yeah, the, the the average you're saying the average is six fifty, not when they were went on sale. No, this is this is after. Well, I, yeah. I know a guy yeah. that uh, sells tickets, and he was like, "Dude, you know, he's got." He's like, "I just made a fortune." Well, he's a he's a he's a University of Tennessee donor, so yeah. so he gets so many. Yeah, but he, so many he was tickets. like, "Dude, people are crazy right now. You you just name your price." Yeah. Especially for like a big game like that, but I mean, dude, Bama or you know, you know, I'm a Bama fan, but I mean, golly, it's about time y'all lost. Was it 15 years? 15 years. 15 years since Tennessee beat them. Yeah, it's only one game. I can take that. Yeah, Yeah. respect. Hopefully they, hopefully Tennessee will beat Georgia 
And then we'll meet again in December in the SEC championship. That'd be awesome. That'd be <laughs> sick. That would be cool. It'd be it'd be legendary if they won again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's hard to beat somebody. Be At that point, you'd probably be pissed. That'd be painful, wouldn't it? I think a lot of Vols it would fans, be painful. They they take. They're capable. You yeah. got Nick Saban, so yeah. he's he's like the Bill Belichick yeah. of of coaches. You know, yeah. he, I don't. There think, was I a, don't think they would there was a boy today at work, and he was like, "You think Nick Saban will retire soon?" And I'm no. like, I I don't know. I just don't see it right now. That guy gets paid. He he will go down as the best college coach ever, ever, and possibly the best coach. Yeah, him, well, that's the him thing. and Belichick. I mean, I I don't really know a lot about football, but I know that a lot of you know like that college, you know that name. Yeah, no, I I know who that is. The um, but like college coaches will go from college to like NFL, but he has stayed at Alabama for a long, Since for a long time. I just want to know how much he's getting paid. A lot. Oh, millions. Yeah, but he he yeah, he gives he gives a lot of money to charity. A lot. I didn't know that. Good for him. Cool. But wonder yeah. if we can get him to deer hunt. What do you think, dude? If I could, he's a big golfer. Imagine, imagine getting him on board. Oh, the PR cool. that would be. Oh man. I mean, Nick Saban, if you're watching but, this, but but he's I'll the Alabama coach, man. Forget but still. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want to get Tubby on here? I don't care, man. No, I like Hopple. <laughs> You know he got. Hey, you know he. You know that dude's fixing to land a race. Listen, listen. I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even watch that game. That's how much I. I got to watch fourth quarter. That was probably. That was the best. Everybody says that football game. It had everything in it. Yeah, I mean, I just don't care about the scoop and score. Yeah, I thought that's the break we need, man. It's over. Nope. Yep. Still managed to screw it up. I was in Philadelphia during the UT game, and I was at a Flyers game watching hockey live, and then uh, the Phillies game was going on at the same time against yeah, the Braves. The Braves, yeah. And they had the Phillies game on the screen. And then on top, of that, baseball and then on top of that, like, you look at people's phones, and people yeah. are at the same time watching the Alabama UT <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, I've never yeah, been surrounded goodness. by so much sports in my life. My yeah. boss went, and he was like, dude, you wouldn't believe the amount of fans that aren't even – like, there was an Ohio State fan that sat behind him. Yeah. yeah, there was a bunch of people that didn't, you know, they don't root for Tennessee and they don't root for just college yeah. football in general. Yeah, yeah they just knew it was nuts, gonna be a good yeah. game. Yeah, I'm that's down. I mean, that's what kind of fan I am. I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah, that's good for the sport. Yeah, I like sports in general, but I don't like the only the only two sports I actually kind of watch is racing. Formula One racing and then hockey. But I and don't he really keep he up he don't don't let him. He don't just watch Formula One like he's like. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fan engulfed. Boy. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll say it Chad is, is, a little it bit is super too. cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, watch that F1 Drive to Survive on Netflix. It is. You got to have wild. some balls to drive one of them. Oh, dude, it's wild. Dude, you're talking about you're talking about yeah. yeah, yeah you're talking good. about NASCAR speeds and even greater than NASCAR speeds. Much greater on switchbacks on a <laughs> yeah. road course. Yeah. yeah, on a road course. No, no curve in the road, just flat. Yeah, and they're they're going around a corner at 170 miles per hour. Kids, I'll get you to school in 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like you would think, like I've been in a plane, but like my buddy used used to, I used to fly with him quite a bit. And he was like, he took me up and like, as soon as we got a freaking jerk pack and like went straight up and yeah. dude, I about went forces, out. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, that's like five G's. I'm like, instantly got sick. I'm like, dude, 
So he started going around in a circle, and he was like, there's two, there's three. He's like, six will make you pass out. Dude, it felt like somebody had my face in a vice at like four and five, and I was like, dude. I'm, Stop. I'm fixing the bar if you don't quit. It's pretty wild. Like, uh, my wife's cousin bought a Tesla. Mm-hmm. And, like, we did from, like, a standstill to, like, 80 miles per hour in, like, three seconds or whatever. What is, what is it called? Dude, the like, G-forces. The G-forces. Like, it was unreal, man. You're just like. like you can't even. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Can you embrace for it? Yeah. The uh, one of the racers, his name's Max Verstappen, and uh, he had a crash last season against the other main champion. His name's Lewis Hamilton. Hit a wall, crashed into the wall, going over 170 miles per hour, and experienced 51 Gs in less than two seconds. How do you live? Yeah, yeah that's no amazing. How literally, literally everybody in the sport, like even all the other racers, like immediately on the intercom, were like, "Is this guy okay?" One. G- six yeah. G's will make you pass out. Yeah. yeah, 51 G's. He walked. Walked away from the crash. Ra- walked away from the crash. Dude, that's just, that's just like one, Billy. how good the cars are built, like safety-wise. Yeah. But two, how much these guys are able to actually take. It's just insane. There's a lot of really cool videos, actually. Um, they probably train. Like, they're probably oh, – their dude. fitness is probably oh, – they, so, they drive year-round. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and, and on top of that, every day that they're not driving, they're training. And yeah. there's a lot of videos, and they're honestly really funny – but they'll be sideways on a couch. Like their feet are on a couch. They're hanging off sideways. So their shoulder would be towards the ground. And somebody is holding their head with a rope. And they're holding on to themselves like at a parallel to the ground with their neck. That's how strong their necks are. Yeah. That's wild. It's insane. Yeah. Sorry, I could talk about this all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this podcast kind of going everywhere, but it's all yeah. good. So yeah. I, do, I, I, like do, I do got a question though. Hit me with it. So how's, how's filming going this season? Uh, it's going okay. Yeah, it's uh so I was not supposed to say that. No, no, no it's you're not good. good. We're no, you're uh, good. we're 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 working on a lot of I stuff. I haven't been able to get out in like almost a week now cuz I'm dealing with some sort of eye issue. Got uh uveitis, which is why my right eye looks like it got poked out almost. Yeah, man, it's it's very painful, so I can't really f- like my right eye is super blurry right now. Um so I haven't hunted in about a week, but um, actually, uh, Jace killed a doe on camera this morning. Yep, nice. Um, I've I could have killed a buck on camera like a week and a half ago, but uh, my rangefinder battery went dead, and I had no idea how far he was. But he was a decent eight nine pointer. I can't remember. I didn't really get a great look at his at his antlers, but. Um, I think that's the only deer that died on camera, but we've gotten quite a few deer yeah. on camera. Yeah, we've got a lot of like good footage. I got a couple um, of misses on camera <laughs> with my <laughs> recurve. So, yeah, we're we're trying to compile stuff and get everything set up. We're still trying to get everything in order for us to try to release content re- regularly as well. So, it's, um, it's pretty wild. Like some of the like you were saying, like the rangefinder battery, like some things that happen when you're hunting. That yeah, that oh, yeah. stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I was telling the guys earlier, I was like, make sure that you know and, and and if you're watching this if you buy the cruiser setup don't put a uh rock man well, rope one rope man one yeah on, on the it. eight mil i thought i was gonna die yeah that's <laughs> uh that's a huge no-no so yeah, yeah. see i'm an idiot I, I guess i didn't do you know <laughs> you're like oh this thing will work uh, yeah, for everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like this is great 
There yeah. we go. Did you put, put it on the Oplex? I slipped. Yeah. Oh, like, dang. It's, it started coming all the way down. And had I not connected the Prusik as well, yeah, I probably would have fell out of the tree. Gosh. Well, you'd have you'd have fallen yeah, to the stop, stop or not, and then had to go change your underwear. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still wouldn't have been a fun experience. No, it wouldn't no. have. Um, no, so I mean, yeah, don't use that. But I, when you just use the 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 Prusik, yeah, yeah, she she grabs, she bites, yeah. she bites hard. Um, yeah. yeah, just make sure that any like if you're new to saddle hunting, like anyone listening or watching, just make sure that you're reading. All the warning labels, all mm-hmm. the you know, just don't be me. Taunt just, just, uh, just, just definitely um, indulge in some in some media on how to saddle hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, practice at ground level. Get familiar with your gear. Uh, the last thing you want to do is buy a setup, go to the woods, climb twenty foot off the ground, and, and not, not yeah. know what the heck you're doing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, to add on to that, we. Did our episode number two has a lot of frequently asked questions as well. So uh, yeah. that would be a great resource for you to go through and just listen to it to know things to do and not to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't be a me. Just <laughs> always, I mean, number one, I mean, is safety. Just make sure you're inspecting your gear. Make sure your gear is within spec of whatever, you know, like the rope bin one obviously is not out of spec for eight millimeter rope. Uh, so that's why we, we don't sell those because we sell – Kong duck, which is goes from an eight to a thirteen millimeter rope, so that's going to encompass all of our rope sizes and going to keep you safe. I mean, yeah, yeah. I do, I do like the, and I was going to tell you all about that. I, I went from using the the what is it eleven ten probably eleven mm-hmm. mil and yeah. to the eight, and the eight to me is by far more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's super strong, but it's like. Uh, a lot more maneuverable, a packable, a little more lightweight. So it's like it's just a yeah. lot more pliable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. That's honestly like I switched to the eight mil this season. I was using the yeah, you 8. had the 5. ten. What the is it? 10 nine, and a half. Nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah, I like the stalker ups too, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, they're bad. great. They do a great job. I they, got a lot um, of them for backups. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, but I was thinking about going to two bags just because I couldn't fit everything. But when I switched to the eight mil, like. I didn't have to, yeah. just because there's, yeah. there's so much more compact, yeah. which is just nice. Yep. And then I do got to brag about y'all. This, the the ability to to be able to adjust and mm-hmm. have that yeah, extra man. comfort is it's, it's amazing. A game changer. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Like I've had other brands and, and stuff like that, and you know you get them uncomfortable moments, and you're like, I, I wish I could just pull it down just a little bit more. Yeah, and then when you get your cruiser saddle and you're just sitting there, and you are able to make that adjustment and have and then the top you know, of the saddle stays, it where, stays it's where it's at, yeah. supposed to. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't feel like it's riding up your back. It's it's, yep. just, it's perfect. You know, and those people that know me know that I'm I'm not gonna just say something to say it. And I'm telling you guys, if you use this saddle, you're gonna love it. And I will 100% stand by that. And cool, man. You know, and. I'm not paid to say this. This is just me. Yeah. You know. So No, we appreciate the support, dude. Yeah. We're excited to uh we're excited what see what you do in the future. We know you got some plans and can't really talk about them right now, but it's gonna be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're excited to have you back on the podcast and talk about that. Yeah, man. It's gonna be definitely, definitely something to uh it's gonna be an experience. Yeah, yeah for sure. I can't how, wait to see it, man. How's your season going so far? 
Uh, it's going good. I've got one buck on the farm in particular. He showed um, me a picture. He's a, he's an absolute he's a cool looking dude. He just, the difference of what a three year old and a four year old does yeah. is, is yeah. amazing. The jump they can make yeah. is 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 something to behold for sure. For sure, and. You know, so I'm, I, I had him at 120 yards this morning. Mm, Dadgum, you didn't tell like, me that. <laughs> had, I, had I had a muzzle loader this yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that cold front Gum hit. It. Um, those that aren't from Tennessee, we had we had that cold front come in. So I got in the stand, and I was sitting there watching, and, you know, there he is, 120 yards. I'm like, if only it was muzzle loader. Yeah. Right now, you yeah. Know? Well, he got, got long. Well, he got long. That's yeah, right. When's my weeks? Two yeah. weeks. November two weeks. 5th, I think. Is I haven't even shot mine yet. I haven't shot mine either. I don't even have him as a loader. I probably, I probably won't even shoot mine. You told everybody about that stud. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, bow hunting the rest of the season. Yeah, there's some people that know. I've, I've posted pictures of it. (laughs) Have you? Yeah. Let Wesley borrow it. (laughs) Uh, I will. Yeah, you can borrow it. Um, If I say something I'm not supposed to, you just elbow me. No, no, it's all good. Back of the head, we'll be all right. You're good, man. Yeah, that. uh, Yeah, most of the listeners and. People that follow us know I've got a pretty giant buck in my neighborhood that I've been chasing for a couple of years now. I got an opportunity at him three years ago and uh, two years ago now. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he ducked the string on me at 30 yards and ran out of my life. And then it's really funny because, like, I think it was sort of him, like, taunting me because <laughs> – <laughs> Two weeks after I shot him, he ran across the road in front of us on Thanksgiving evening. We we're headed to the in-laws. And I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the road. I was driving while paying attention to the road. I was doing something, I don't know, changing the radio station or something. My wife is like, oh, my gosh, look. And that deer's running across the street in front of us, <laughs> headed right yeah. right to the property where I shot him at. And uh I'll be I'll be in there in the morning, right? <laughs> and uh, never never saw him again that that uh, that season. So he uh, he knew not to go back on that yeah. property, I guess. <laughs> but or he yeah. he rolled through and went to another one. But uh, no, I got a picture of him again this year, a uh, couple weeks back, I guess. And it's hard to tell on the on the camera exactly what he is. I showed it to you, but like. Yeah. You could tell he's his got a stud. horse of a body, and his antlers <laughs> are 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 tall, and it's kind of a narrow rack, but like they are, yeah, big They're off big. his head. They're massive. Yeah, so, so it's a to be continued story, man. Hopefully, I've got I've got quite a bit of footage of him on the camera. It's gonna be oh, good. So like so like so like it would be an epic like three-year journey story of this of me killing this deer yeah like please lord let us let this happen this year like i've been staying out of the area i've hunted it twice um this year where he comes through so this is this is a small property like it's within my neighborhood and he comes through you know the first week of november those pictures i was showing you was on november fifth so like they start rutting around that area. Like I know he lives somewhere else right now and then he'll rut on the property, come through on the property that I hunt on. So, and hoping and praying he comes through and I can get an opportunity at him. Yeah. I, and he's so. come out the last couple of years that I've hunted him and had encounters with him. 
he's come out on the same trail. Oh, so, um, I've got a couple cameras out on that property, and I, I've got a tree picked out for when the time is right that I'm going to be in. Just hopefully the stars align, man. Yeah. Trasso, compound. Nah, it'll be compound truck. for sure. I've even, dude. I've even, I've even thought about buying. I've even thought about buying a crossbow, man. Y'all can murder me in the comments oh or whatever. But like, this deer Just is like a done. huge. He's he's massive, dude. He's massive, and if I could kill this deer, if you do it, buck a of a lifetime, dude. Yeah, I don't want to do it with a crossbow, and I'm not going <laughs> to buy dude, a crossbow. I you, but I would <laughs> I'm not gonna buy a crossbow, but. Um, if he's at 180 yards and you're next to a Walmart, I mean, just get one and get it done. <laughs> yeah, then take it back. Yeah, <laughs> just return it. Just wait, I, might just wait till rifle season, get one of those 350 Legends with the, yeah. my little brother's can on the end of it and just <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's what it'll sound like, a little you're BB gun going. You're out of city limits on. right there, I think. No, nah, it's still within city limits, which you can uh, actually shoot a gun within city limits of Cookville. It's just... It has to be like, obviously, you have to know your backdrop, yeah. and you you know it's got to be not into a house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You got any other bucks that you're look, looking forward to? There's a few out there. You know, what we need to do. We need to bring the interns out there and let them loose. Yeah, I'm an intern. Yeah. <laughs> get, let get me loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you said you got quite a few acres out there, man. I'd love to. Uh, How many acres you got? We, we can all go out there. Total, we like family farm wise, like our whole family. There's about twelve hundred total. Golly, so that's between cool. us all, it's a pretty good little parcel. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I'm just grateful to hunt on like five acres. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The, the, some of the best bucks come off those parcels. Hey, yeah, man. they really do. Hey, they I really got go. a, I got a one fifty, one sixty plus on like he's running through 30 acres yeah so. dude i mean that that buck i've got in memphis that i'm trying to score property on and it's literally like 0.5 acres and he's going to score over 160 for sure there's big yeah. deer on small yeah. pieces well and, and, and you know why it's because they don't ever get pressured they don't ever mm. get hunted like they're used to the human they're, they're human used to human activity and interactions and human noises and human smells That's why and suburban like, hunting has gotten so or yeah. urban should yeah. i say yeah suburban urban whatever it's same thing but it's yeah. it's there's you know there's obviously some people out there that are doing it successfully but it's like it's not that hard i said it it's not that hard <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i mean the deer are there they're, used they're to callous to a lot of things that yeah super wild deer oh yeah because you right. got to the farm. Oh, make, they get a little a, make a noise like you would in a neighborhood and yeah they're, they're gonna done. be snorting not even yards that. Away. i mean if they get a little Little whiff of something. Mm -hmm. Oh, in the wild, dude. They're out. Yeah. yeah. Peace out. Yeah. That was like my daughter peeking over the, the blind. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. He's gone. He, yeah. yeah. We yeah. call him ghost for that reason. He yeah. gets so much as He might have been sin. ghosted for the rest of the year. Yeah. Now. <laughs> how, yeah, how, how old's your daughter? Three. Three. Yeah. I took I my, can't blame her. I took she my looks over the over the little window and goes, I said, There's a deer, be quiet. She yeah. looks over the little thing, she's like, <laughs> there he goes. I took my uh I took my son out when he was like he's six now, so I think he was four. We were sitting in a ground blind and we're just sitting there waiting and he's got this like uh 
like rip stop jacket on. He's like, like moving his arms. He's like, son, you got to calm down. Sit still. He's like, I am sitting still. And like, I'm like, all right, just here's my phone. Play a game for a minute. And then hopefully a deer comes out while a deer steps out. And he's looking at my phone. I'm like, Jude, be real quiet, son. Stand up and look. There's a deer over there. He looks up from the phone. He goes, where? Like really <laughs> loud. That deer looks up. And, dude, it snorts and takes off running. And I'm like, or was it? Of course. It's hard to blame him, though, because, dude, yeah. I can remember back I when I hunted though, when I was really little and I had to go. They pretty much made you when you're little. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I'm never going to do this when I get out. This is so freaking boring. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. I don't know. Now, you now, go enough, it sticks. Yeah, I've yeah. taken them a couple times. I've taken them turkey hunting with me. Um, you got to make it fun. Yeah, yeah and, and now he asks to go with me. He's six, and he's like, let's go deer Because my dad. dad was like, okay. dude. I love it, man. He <laughs> My brother would be behind <laughs> yeah. him, and he's like, turn around and give you that. Like, Shut he's fixing Boy. Put your heel first. <laughs> like, okay, sorry, golly. And this that's this moments that yeah. they'll never forget too. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. yeah, like if you like if you and stepped on a twig we'll and it snapped, you're like, yeah, because you think like you're about to get back yeah, in. Yeah. We'll never forget it either, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's we actually talked about that in the Big Brother house. That was always like, are, are you talking about being afraid of your parents and how they weren't afraid of their parents? I'm like. That's the problem. You never got beat, <laughs> <son. laughs> yeah. yeah. You ain't never got that mouth yeah. mashed yeah. off. You've yeah. never seen your mom grab a stick off of a tree and then beat the crap out yeah. of you with it. Yeah. Uh, they they thought that was weird. I was yeah. like, my granddaddy used to take a stick off the tree and whoop us with it. Yeah. So my dad used to go, yeah. spare the rod, you don't spare you don't the rod, love your spare children. the child, yeah. yeah. My dad but, used to make us go out and pull our own uh, switch off the tree. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, dude, say, don't bring me back one that's going to break. Some good yeah. tail whippings. <laughs> Think what that would do for our country. Just that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Dude, I, re- I remember one time we lived in Ohio at the time and uh, we uh, we were like, my dad was adding on to the uh, the house that we had and uh, I like ran away from home and went to my grandma's house, but I remembered how to get there. I was like five or six at the time. My parents started freaking out like, where's this kid? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you're going to get a beating. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> so, uh, and so anyways, I, like, go up to my grandma's house, and I knock on the door, and she opens so, it. What and she's are you like, doing here? She's like, yeah, what are you doing here? And I was just like, well, my mom just dropped me off. I was coming to hang out with you. Oh. She, like, looked around. Corn she's like, I know better. I know better than that. So she's like, hold on one second. Called your mom. <laughs> she goes inside, and I'm standing at the door, and she shut the door, so I'm just standing there like, I'm getting away with this. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, And then she comes back out, and she's like, Hey, we're gonna go back to your parents' house real quick. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And so I like got in the <laughs> car. Nothing of it. Didn't think anything of it. And I'm like, go up to my parents' house. And my mom's like out in the front. She's like crying and stuff, trying to figure out what's going on. My dad's like looking around. And then I like peek my head up behind the back window. Oh, and <laughs> and he just like locks eyes with me. <laughs> and then I just saw like the face of just like fury. Fury. <laughs> and then uh and then I just like remember like peeking back down and then <laughs> I like peek back up and I look over there. My dad's taking a two by four and he's cutting it down, <laughs> put a handle in it. And then literally before he beat me with it, he put strike three on it. <laughs> yeah. My parents Got still it. have that paddle today. It's the funniest thing. Well, I mean, that's remember in school. Oh yeah. Like you, you didn't act up in school cause there's some of them teachers that, Oh, they didn't care. Dude. 
bend over and assume the position, yeah. buddy. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, you know, I got paddled a few times. This <laughs> yeah. And then when you hear your buddy out there getting the crap beat out of them, you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst spanking me or my sister ever got was my sister took a, uh, a paddle to her, her little baby dolls. Yeah. She was spanking them. I'm like, don't you do that. And she broke the paddle. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. My dad was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you what it was. Teach you a lesson. Yeah. yeah. And then she got it that day. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was probably the worst spanking I've ever seen. Yeah, the worst part is when they you like they got done and then they look at you and you're like, I'm doing this because I love you. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst. But absolute worst. If you're if you got kids, man, it kills me to have to spank my dog. <laughs> Sometimes it don't. I got three kids, so it's like. At this point, it's this just point, like, line them up. Like, Shut yeah. up, kid. Yeah. Okay. You no, get, I love my kids, but it's like you got three times. It is so is your first one more spoiled or the last one? Obviously, the baby is more spoiled. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, our, our, our first kid. The only one. <laughs> no, our first kid. Like, my wife was. It's so funny because this is so cliche, but it's like my wife was like all about like the germs, and like making oh, sure to gosh. wash them, and like making sure Mine to like too. all is that, that chocolate. And then and then and then by the, <laughs> by the second one, no, that's poo. <laughs> by the second one, it got like way better. And then the third, third one can eat dog food. Third one, dude, yeah, like she'll put dog yeah. food in her. It's like, oh, she's not going to die. Make her a bowl. She'll be all right. This <laughs> yeah. dinner. Dude, I literally had she spoiled right, a guy man. tell me that last week because, you know, I'm I'm fixing to have my second one come yeah, February. Yeah. He was like, first one, you know, they eat, everything's got to be perfect. Second yeah. one gets a little better. Third one, <laughs> eat dog food. Third one's Rambo. Yeah. Third yeah. one doesn't, it does not matter. Third one's She's, like, eh, whatever, yeah. Yeah. You find out if they got their immune shots for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. cool, man. Well, uh, how are we on time? Are we good? Yeah, we're good, man. We got uh, we're at about an hour and 12 minutes or something like that. Okay, cool. Well, um, Brandon, is there anything else you want to say before we go? For the people that that uh, are thinking about getting into to saddle hunting, I think it's a very wise choice. Obviously, it's not going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you that I've had friends that have never done it. And in the past couple of weeks alone, I let them sit in the one that I have. And they sort of clicking for them. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Just try it. Yeah, you man. Know? It's something that even even if you don't think that for the long run, there's always going to be a situation where that that saddle in your tool belt is going to come in handy. Yeah, yeah. And, and put you in a position where you never thought that, that you would be able to. Um, even we were talking about elk hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a guy use use a, a a saddle over a wallow. Yeah. And smoked an elk. So yep. I mean, even if you're a Western style hunter, consider it. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a tool tool in the in the arsenal, man. It's not the end all be all. I tell everyone that it's you know, I mean, don't sell your climber. Climbers are still gonna come in handy. Don't get rid of your ground blind. There's still places for that. It's you know, if you wanna be the most effective deer hunter that you can be, well, why not have a tool chest full of tools to use? Exactly. And the saddle is one of the best tools that you can use. 
and you yeah. and you might possibly find yourself using it a lot more than yeah, what you thought you would. More than you think. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I agree. I don't honestly. I don't. You I don't know. Get entry any other way, man. Yeah, I mean that's the only way I hunt anymore, and it's just uh, a testament to how versatile it is, how lightweight, packable, how easy it is to use. I mean, it's it's yeah. and, and that's what it might be too. What you just said, you get used to using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than likely. I'm going to guess that you're probably going to keep going to it. Yeah, because yeah. once yeah. you drop that weight, it's oh, it's a game changer. It's a game. Like, mm-hmm. you, you never want to do take anything else in once you lose that weight. Just being able to feel like you're walking just like a stroll through the woods, you know, and not have all that weight on your back and feeling like an old grandpa by the time you do get up in the stand, it's, it's comfortable. Well, yeah. also, I mean, you know, for the way that I hunt, um, I use – climbing sticks so i got four climbing sticks and i've got a two-step aider that i put on the bottom one sometimes i'll carry three climbing sticks in and use the aider all the way up yeah um i can just be way more quiet and way more efficient doing it that way than i can with any other system mm-hmm. you know 100%. like i can sneak in right up close to the bed as long as they can't see the tree i'm getting in and they don't have a clue that I'm there because of how quiet and efficient I've become with that system. So, yeah. And it it, it becomes great when you trust your gear. Mm-hmm. And because that, you know, since I've had mine, I've been trying to push my limits with it to figure out where those limits are. Because, like you said, you know, something's coming and I want to mm-hmm. make sure that no matter what, I can. And, Every every way I tried to push this saddle, it stood the test and was like, okay, well, you're still not going nowhere. You can try. Because yeah. yeah. I was trying to hang off this thing like a monkey and just, yeah. you know, just to figure out, okay, where's my limit? Mm-hmm. And the whole time it was like, you have no limits. Yeah, Go I ahead. mean, you're, 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 yeah. com- you're not going to fall out. You're completely strapped into the saddle. You're comp- like, uh, just the, the, the physics of the saddle, you can't really fall out of it upside down regular like you can't fall out of it it's it's attached to your body uh gravity itself like you know uh, more of your body is under that pendulum mark Mm -hmm. than there is above it so it's almost impossible to flip upside down and fall out of it that way you know and Mm -hmm. it's funny i got a six minute video (laughs) Uh, i thought about posting it but i was like "Uh, um it's just six minutes of me trying to fall out of to it. To fall thing. out of it, yeah. yeah. I just, you should. It'd be funny. Yeah. Send it to me. We'll post it for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, it won't do it. I can't yeah. fall out. It's 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 like it's hard. I mean, as long as you're doing thing, like don't don't be crazy. Don't try to do anything that's like, yeah, be safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unsafe or anything. You know, don't act like Tarzan. Yeah, you use the use the proper gear that's inspect for whatever rope you're using or whatever and just make sure you're double checking everything it's like uh uh you know i come from the rock climbing world and that's kind of how i got into this game and it's you know so for me double checking everything is a must yeah and that should be that should be everyone's motto is double check everything because you know it only takes one fall to mess you up Mm -hmm. you know and yeah. the, the I guess the the last thing I would say is, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned yeah, to this man. podcast because yeah. there's about to be some stories. Yeah, yeah. Man. no, we're super no, excited. We can't wait, for that. Dude. 
I hate that we can't talk about it because I, I want to. So I, I do but. too. I want to. Because <laughs> I, 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 just I'm, knowing the situations and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Is like, You're about to get yourself into some cool situations, yeah. and I yeah, can't wait sweet. to. We can't wait to watch it. We can't wait to hear about it. We can't wait to talk about it on here, yeah. man. And yeah, no, so. I agree, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you joining the podcast. Uh, Absolutely, Mr. Hunter Harris. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate you as well. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah. for hosting and. Yeah. Thanks, I'm Brandon, glad to be back, up. man. That's the best part. So. so we're gonna put it on the podcast now. That September we're going uh, elk hunting. Yeah, man. I'm gonna yeah, put everybody on the spot. Uh, yeah, right no, now. I I agree with that. If you put it in the ether, then you have yeah, to do it. So we gotta do it. So yeah, I agree. Share an elk camp. Let's do yeah. it. Heck yeah. Good. I'll let my wife listen to this. Yeah. Tell her I'm already committed. Honor's committed. committed. We got camp we go. ready. All right. Well, as far as reaching you, uh, what's your Instagram handle, Facebook, Twitter? Um, at Farmer Frenchie underscore on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Farmer Frenchie. And then um, what did you say the last one? Facebook. Facebook if you have um, one. I don't have a Facebook. Yeah, I don't so, blame hey, you. Yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't no. have any, but yeah. we're obligated to have all of it. So. Yeah. yeah, now you're kind of in the same boat we are. Yeah. <laughs> Promoting yourself as a business, yeah. and now yeah. you have to get on those stupid social media sites. <laughs> I actually don't mind, like, as far as social media goes, there's there's a lot of people being able to reach all these people and yeah. and share things with them. It's pretty neat, you know. Yeah. It is, it is. I, I'm I hate on it a lot, but I kind of, you know, it's it's good. It's a good thing. And let's be everything's honest. good in moderation, right? It's like yeah. it's a good thing. And know? let's be honest, how good does it feel, boys, when when somebody sends you something in the dms and is like yeah i killed this buck with this saddle oh it feels awesome man i love being a part of people's skills man like just being knowing that something that i created helped somebody harvest an animal like that it's It's a big box too hey man we get so many stories like uh um this guy named jim in kentucky dude who, who he reached out to me uh after buying one of our saddles saying like he wrote a really awesome review where he had been in a bunch of motorcycle wrecks and stuff like that um and his back was just destroyed in these motorcycle wrecks right and he said he said as soon as i got your saddle he said i was able to deer hunt again i was able to sit in the tree for longer than an hour that's awesome and like jim killed a giant buck in kentucky two years ago like I'll show you the picture when we get off here, but it's like it easily one ninety plus typical deer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Congrats, Jim. Yeah, and then Jim Jim Terrell, if you're listening, bro, he uh, he, I'm gonna holler at you for ATA this year as well. But he helped us at ATA last year, so oh nice. And he brought that he he's got a, a pedestal mount of that buck, and he brought it to ATA, and it was golly monster. Seeing that thing, dude. If I'd have saw that on the hoof, man, oh my goodness. We crap your pants, Shaking man. like a leaf, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, again, appreciate you guys for joining. Brandon, thank you for coming out, man. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you got going on in the next one. Absolutely. So, it's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.